This is Michael, your host, here at Saucy Football Breakdown. Coming up on today's episode, I am going to be talking all things Chelsea, Clear Lake Capital, Todd Bowley, and so much more. You are going to want to stick around for today's episode if that is what interests you. So let me just dive right in. Chelsea's last two games, they've been bad. They've conceded a total of eight goals in two games, which historically, that's just not something Chelsea does. It's unacceptable to the modern Chelsea fan. And as of right now, they are sitting in the bottom half of the league table, which is nowhere that any Chelsea fan thought they would ever be. But Pochettino is really hearing it from the fans, and the players are also getting an earful too. I've seen Bowley, Egbali, Clear Lake Capital, like everybody's catching strays because of how bad it is at Chelsea right now. This season has just been so crazy. It's full of just highs and lows. I mean, one minute you think Chelsea's got things under control, and then the next thing you know, they're dropping games and getting spanked, flat out spanked like a kid at the mall in front of everybody. It's disgusting. Even, like I said, the players are catching some flack. We saw Mudrick. I don't know if anybody else saw this, but I saw, I ran across a, a thread on Reddit and there was a a post where a fan actually DM'd Mudrick on Instagram. And honestly, the fan asked him, "What? why the fuck are you playing so bad? And to be honest, I do think the fan off the jump was hella out of pocket for coming at him like that when it, it didn't appear that this fan had a personal relationship with him. I mean, if they did, like, why would they even post a screenshot? But either way, they asked him why he's playing so bad, and Mildred responded with entitled child answer, which you got to keep in mind, this dude is only like 20 years old, but he hit him with the 1v1 me, bro. 1v1 me for 10K. Are you even good? Mm, that's, again, the fan was out of pocket, but Mudrick was out of pocket too. I don't, I think the fan was more wrong than Mudrick, but that just gives you the state of just how things are right now with the club, with the relations, with fans, with the players. It's just ugly. And I think it's easy to forget that this team actually does get to play in the Carabao Cup final against Liverpool here coming up. But is that something that they really want to do with how they're playing? And they're just so high and so low. Week to week, you don't know which version of the club you're going to get because it's nasty. And like I said earlier, it's ugly at all levels. Ownership, management, coaches, players. Nobody is safe from any criticism that's being levied at the club. And that is to be expected when they look as bad as they do. When a club as popular and as historically great as Chelsea is, people want better for the club than to see what is going on there. And sure, injuries have been a part of the story. And I think, though, I think the issue is a little bit deeper than that, though, because it's not just injuries in the typical way you may think, oh, the coach can't play some of his best players. That's part of it. But also, when you think about that, the missing players mean that you can't create any positional competition within the squad. 
So the players who otherwise wouldn't start get to start because there's nobody better than them that's available to start. And then there's no reason for them to really try and improve their game or to solidify their squad position by putting in extra work because who else are you going to play? They, there's that lack of competition. And then not to mention that you don't get to use your best players. But then after all of that, you get your best players back healthy and then you try to work them back into the squad when they aren't even at their best, but you're expecting the better player to come in and play better than the guy he's replacing and he's not in form. And it's just, like I said, the injury thing is not just as simple as everybody's got injuries, but with Chelsea, it's just a little bit more complicated given the age dynamics and the squad dynamics and the pay dynamics of how these dudes are paid with these short-term, sorry, these long-term contracts with all the money stretched out. So there's no real incentive for these young players to dig in and try to work hard and get better. And another thing that's crazy is how at the same point last season, Graham Potter had the same amount of points, like wins, like points from wins, but he had a different set of expectations. And I think maybe some of that for Potter was a little bit self-inflicted because of the way he came across in the media as like such a nice guy. And Pochettino at least appears to have some of that fire that people were expecting Potter to have. I, I did a couple episodes on it last uh, season because people were getting mad at Potter for not having like that fire. They they said he lacked passion and Pochettino's got that passion that you look for. Like he got smoke for everybody. And he's certainly coming after the media as well. And when I say that, it's like he had a quote where he said he ain't trying to hear that whole like Potter thing. He said, because this squad is a completely different squad than Potter had last year. And he's right. There's at least 16 different players on this squad this year that wasn't there last year when Potter was on the team. And like I said, he does it with just so much more passion that it's hard to at least not feel what he's saying when Potter would just like, oh, yeah, the sucks we didn't get that one. <laughs> and so people were just not happy with him and, and how he came across in the media. And yeah, I also know that Potch also had a full preseason that Grand Potter didn't get. But for some reason to me, this all still just feels a little different, even though he's got the same amount of points at the same point in the season this year. So got to cut him a little slack, in my opinion, because the, the squad dynamics are just so different. Because at least uh, Potter had still a few more veteran-type players than uh, what Pochettino has this year. And we can talk about a little consistency within the squad. But Tiago Silva, DeSassi, Colwell, Enzo, Caicedo, Gallagher, Palmer, Sterling, Mudrick, and Jackson, they all have a minimum of 19, at least 19 Premier League appearances this season. And yet still, there's still some sort of disconnect within the squad. And people are expecting because they have that many players 
with that many Premier League appearances that something should shake out by now, that they should have found some form of consistency. But let's see. Desai, Colwell, Enzo, Caicedo, Palmer, Mudrick, and Jackson, all those dudes are less than 23 years old. They, they just ain't got it. They, I'm not saying they don't have talent. I mean, they don't have that consistency gear built in just yet. Like, you can argue, like, none of these players are world class. Absolutely none of them. And Chelsea's used to having world-class players. Now, Chelsea, when they signed these cats, they made the bet that these guys would end up being world-class at some point. But I don't think anybody expected them to be world-class at this point. It would have been nice if they were world-class at this point in their careers, but they're nowhere near it. And I don't know what people's expectations were. And people have also just been criticizing Pochettino, and not for his lack of passion in press conference and press conference and the smoke that he has for the media, but the lack of passion. And, and it's like this disconnect because he's got all this passion after the game. But then, like, during the games, he's not yelling anymore. He's not out in the faces of the officials like he was at the early parts of the season. But I would argue that he had to actually tone it down because when he got that red card earlier in the year for going at the refs and yelling and going too hard during the game, he had to sit out and miss a game, which they lost. And that same game, Nicholas Jackson got a red card, which then he had to miss some games. It's ugly. The situation there is uh, untenable, as they say. Some of the fan base even still refused to fully embrace, and they never really have fully accepted Pochettino because he coached at Tottenham. But I personally just wouldn't go that far with him. He He's all in on Chelsea, and he has got this squad in position with all these terrible things that I said. He's got this same squad in position to compete for a trophy, which is the Carabao Cup final this year. So it's not a bear covered with what he's working with. It's just you're not going to put together any consistency with the type of squad that he's got there right now. They're, they're all either young kids or the veteran players. Like I said, they don't have anybody to push them for any competition. So there's no reason, there's no real external reasons to dig in and just fight for your position and, and work hard and be your actual best. But hey, I think I'm going to end it here. If you like this, please take the chance to rate the show. Leave me a review if you feel so compelled. Connect with me on any of my social medias at Saucy Breakdown. All of my handles are the same on all social media, Twitter, threads, Instagram. Hit me up. Also, I hope you peep the new cover art. Let me know what you think about that. I don't know. That's it. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. Later.